Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, I am going to be talking to the financial guru, Mr. Donald Williams. We are going to get into this conversation about how black people need to focus more on their finances, as well as go over some tax information for the upcoming year of 2023. So you guys sit back. And enjoy this podcast. Hey y'all again, welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. I am so excited. I am going to be talking to the man, Mr. Donald Williams, and we are going to have a financial literacy conversation. So you guys sit back, enjoy this ride, enjoy this podcast, and we are going to get right into it. Um, Mr. Donald Williams, how are you? I am great. How are you? I am wonderful, you guys. Like, he has a great personality. I am so excited to be. Yes, I'm so excited to be talking to him. We're going to get literally right into it. So, Donald, this segment, it's all about you. We getting into it with you. So, please give us a little background and some information about yourself. Um, well, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I have two degrees in accounting. Uh, I got my undergrad at Southern. I relocated here in 2006 um, to Atlanta, Georgia. And I got my master's degree from Clark Atlanta University. Yes, C-A-U. Clark. Yes, CAU. Panthers Ooh. Pride yes. over here <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> but as much as um, it's amazing to have to get my master's, I was, you know, fortunate to afford, be afforded that opportunity. Um, I started my business prior to moving here, you know, so it's a little bit bouncing around. Uh, I just want to let you know where I got my degrees from, but I started my business in November 2005 in New Orleans, Louisiana, um, because it was after Hurricane Katrina and a lot of businesses, small businesses wasn't getting the benefits of what was put out there for them. So I saw a need, and I started Williams Accounting Consulting. And after that, shortly afterwards, also, you know, with starting your business, you're making money. So, and also, I'm a cheerful giver. And I started my foundation, Ordinaire Inc. So with that, I was starting a foundation, pumping the foundation, moving forward, and no accounting firm. So here I am in um, two states, uh, still Louisiana and Georgia. And I have 11 employees, and I love what I do. Oh, my God. I am talking to somebody who got employees, okay? And I know these are W-2. These are not contracts. Okay. Let them know because that is a wonderful thing, especially in the financial, you know, consultant industry. So mm-hmm. with you um, doing that, was that always like a dream you wanted to do? Did you have other plans? How, how does that go? If you asked me that today, I said, mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
No, and that's my favorite saying right now. It's like that's something that's on TikTok that everybody, lady, old lady, said, yes, well, do it. Yes. <laughs> but I, like, no, actually, honestly, I've always knew I like to lead, and I always knew I like to be a supervisor, but I never thought or envisioned myself as being a boss. I never envisioned that. Um, it's kind of crazy how I um got into owning my own business. But it was something that God has afforded me the opportunity, and it's like, you know, God will lead you. You know, I don't know everybody's spiritual belief, and yeah. I'm not, you know, trying to do that. We love um, the Lord over here. Okay. Hallelujah. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, you know, God has led me here. And, like, I did not know this is where, and I t- people ask me that all the time. And when, it, when someone originally did ask me, I was like, how did I get here? And, it's, honestly, I was just working, long story short. Working with working and ask some of my classmates from CAU to come help me um, work on some projects. And before I knew it, more people were like, "Hey, I was referring to you by such and such. Can you help me?" I was like, "Okay, sure, cool." And next thing you know, I'm in an office, and voila, I have employees, I have an assistant, and I'm growing, and I need more help and more help. And before you know it, bam. It's like having a kid and you look up and you're like, okay, how did nine years pass and I got eight kids? Yes. You, you No, for real. That's how time flies. So I agree with you on that. So with you um, being a financial advisor and being in this industry, like how did, I, I know it was school, but how did you really develop these skills? Like, you know, how did you kind of just know like, okay, I'm about this money and helping black people with this money. Okay. And it's not necessarily um, black people with money, but it's also how did I know about it? I look at it. You ever seen an animal have a baby? If you ever see a dog have a baby for the first time, they will clean their puppies. They will bite them, but it eat it, whatever they do with it. And if you see any animals have babies, they it's just your instinct. Mm. And when it's called trial and error, um, I'm not going to lie and say it, it was something that, I just knew and I was a wing with it. No, it, it, I made mistakes. I made several mistakes. I made mistakes that I'm embarrassed to say. I made mistakes that built me to be the man that I am today to build and stand on this foundation of success. Um, I mean, I've been in business almost now 17 years. Right. And my going on 18 years, soon to be 20, two decades. That says a lot. And I get, I don't want to say I get a great feeling and appreciation for God because I have people that I'm now employing that this is their only job. Like wow. a lot of majority of my employees only just work this job. I think one works a part time job and I just hired them and so they had that job already. So I pay people lucrative enough to where as though they're comfortable. And I'm grateful for that. I'm employing people. But the instincts just to get back to it is just come with trial and error and having a mentor. I advise everybody, please get your mentor. Mm. Someone that can invest in you. Yes. Investing in yourself, that is very much important, um, especially in this day and age. And who, if you don't mind me asking, who was your mentor? Well, honestly, there's someone that when I first got to Atlanta, his name is Cleve. Um, he's an older guy, but he's okay. very smart. And okay. I talked to him every day for about three years straight for two hours on the phone, if not five years straight. I lost track of times after three years. Before I knew it, I woke up, and I, I woke up one morning, and I was calling him dad. I just, like, he invested. He taught me so much, and he taught me the wealth of knowledge and experience and skills. And even when it was days when my business was slow and I didn't have money, he even would pull out his credit card and say, here, keep going. 
Mm. Like, I remember that. Like, he went and bought computers. Like, you need new computers to keep your business going. Right. Financial hardship. Um, businesses experience it. But, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just letting people know, fighting success doesn't ride in the same car. And he really, um, I didn't have to pay him to be my mentor. Actually, we having lunch, dinner in two weeks. We scheduled already to have dinner before the holidays. Wow. So, um... I'm, I want to get a little deep and ask you, like, what obstacles do you have being in this industry and starting William Accountant and Consultants? So when you say obstacle things that I've been through, like challenges that I've had, right? Yes, yes. The hardest challenge is trying to please everyone and manage employees. Okay. You have to realize managing employees is like having kids. Uh, revert back to that because it's not like there are kids. But it's, the hardest part is is trying to make sure everybody's happy, mm. make sure everybody's pleased. Um, you have to deal with different personalities, this, different situations. You don't know what happened. I had an employee that was with me for 12 years, and all of a sudden I got a call on a Monday morning. She passed away that night before. Wow. Like deceased. So, and that took, that took a toll on me um, because we were so close and we worked so hard together. Um, she was someone I depended on. She was basically... Essentially, at that moment in time, 12 years, I hadn't been in business like 14 years. So she was a big, someone that was like the growth of my business and was there throughout the whole time. So obstacles is mainly just learning how to treat your employees, learning how to talk to them and communicate, learning how to teach them, um, and also dealing with clients. Every client, some clients are relaxed, some clients are needy, and it's just... Those are obstacles because that goes based off of your customer service and that's how your business, like, I got a client that referred me so many people. I mean, it, it's just how you treat them in the relationships that you have. Yeah. You got to understand in the service-based business, it requires you, no matter what. It's a service-based business. It's not a product. It's not once they get the product, it's home, it's done. Right. It's all based off of you, the individual. Okay. So, I mean... You sounded very confident. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't mad at you. So it's like and you shouldn't be. <laughs> so it's like and you can't be. I, I, look, look, I can't. And but, I won't let you be. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get that understood. No, for real, because you, you, you got it. So it's, I, it sounds like your retention, your customer service, everything is just going great. Like, what makes? I am not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you that lie. I have some days. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you that lie. I'm not going to tell you. I, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, like, you have to understand, business takes a lot of work. Yes. And you have to be up to it. And it's like being a parent. You can't take a parent and just drop them off on the weekend and, and just pick them up on the weekend or when you want to show up at a ballet practice. Those aren't, that's, it's just not that simple. Yeah. You have to understand that when you have a business, it's like, especially if it's a partnership, it's like a marriage. Mm. But if you also have employees, it's like being a parent because, Easily, it can be thrown back on you. Everything falls back on you, and especially with a service-based business. You have to understand that it's not easy. It takes long hours. I remember nights I was driving home after working 20-hour days falling asleep. Wow. I promise you, it's not easy. Trust me. I, if I make it seem easy, I'm telling you a lie. It ain't. I mean, the the way you smiling and just enjoying, I mean, I, I don't. maybe that's just, you know, your personality, which is great. No, it's just me understanding that it is what it is, and every day in business presents its own problem. Okay. And I understand that I give myself five minutes, 15 max, 
to carry that problem. But after that, I have to figure it out. Because you got to realize, people depend on me for a piece of a paycheck. They depend on me to pay bills. That's what they depend on. Mm-hmm. I have one job. Mm-hmm. I have one title, and that one job requires a whole lot. It requires for their key to work when they come to work. It requires for their checks to clear. It requires for the license they own. It requires a lot. Yeah. It requires for them to have the supplies. It requires them to get generating clients. I, my one position, I can't sit down and power. I get 15 minutes, mm. and that's still too long. <laughs> I'm <thinking> at five. <laughs> and that's still too long, okay? I'm that not that you ain't playing with that one. That 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 that's that you you don't you don't try it with that. But like I have no options. And I mean, one thing that Will and Jada said long time ago that stuck with me. What made them go through their marriage and go through the problems that they went through? And I'm not trying to go on that tangent. Or, yeah. you know that's their business. Um, but the the thing that he stated was divorce wasn't an option. I don't have options. Your only option to is to be CEO. Look, see, so, okay, you know, being a CEO, being in the financial game, that's like, like really big business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm in fintech. I do my little stuff, but like, what makes this the hustle that you want? Um, be honest with you, I ask myself that all the time, but what makes it is, is because I like what I do and it matches with my degree. Okay. But I like, it, you understand my position pulls me more in leadership and management and supervision yeah. than it does in actually just being an accountant. Right. I'm not an accountant that just have a small business business from home. I'm an accountant that constantly looking to grow, generate revenue, expand the business, do business development. I'm just, that's where I'm at. Like I'm opening up a restaurant next month. Okay. So I'm in the process of doing that. So, with, you know, opening up the wines, um, New Orleans Bistro requires a lot of my time, but it requires me that, hey, I'm about to get 10 to 20 more employees right. on top right. of everything that I have. I can't have time. It's just that's my motivation to okay. provide for them. And I lean on God to give me the strength. Wow. You are really serving, you know, like really, really serving in a, in a totally different way to even be like, you know, I'm about to get 20 more employees. I'm, you know, you just going with it. And to know that you're up doing this to make sure people can have something in their pocket, that's, like, so, like, real. I ain't even going to front, like, in a different way. Because I've interviewed a lot of people, especially, like, you know, entrepreneurs, CEOs, stuff like that. But nobody ever said that. So that's, like, really, really powerful. That's my main focus. That's my main goal and my main driven. Because, I mean, I, I they're dependent on me. They stopped their life. And I, I don't want to say stop their life, but they yeah. could have been working for someone else. They could have went after going after other goals, but they come to work for me. I don't get the option to toy in luxury and play with them. So I'm not to play with their livelihoods, shall I say. So anybody that I terminate, I didn't terminate you. You terminated yourself. Mm. Okay. And that's just it. And I afforded that- you the opportunities to do what you need to do. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for people that afforded me some opportunities. And I understand how it is. No one wants to come to work with that anxiety, wondering if they're going to get laid off or right. they, you know, if they're going to just go elsewhere. And I understand, one thing I do understand, too, as well, people are here because they have to be here. Because if they had better, I promise you, nobody's going to stay for me for better. Hello. I know, no, for real. But, I mean, it's, you sound like you're a great person to work with. So, like, who are 
some actually not work with work for let me get that right well, well i'm gonna say no you said it right the first time because <laughs> i call i don't call them my employees i call them my team we are a family we're in this fight together i empty trash cans i answer doors i answer phones i send scans send facts i do it all i'm not gonna do it just so you can be lazy right. but i am gonna be a team member okay okay so in the financial world as financial you know gurus who do you look up to like not to say who you want to be like but who do you look up to girl i can't even lie to you and tell you i look up at anybody i don't pay attention to it i'm just being real i don't have the time you know, like this morning i woke up um i had something to come on get on the phone get on meetings before I knew it, when time I got a moment to just breathe it from seven thirty this morning uh-huh. till it was like mm, one o'clock, and I was like, I haven't eaten. Wow! I went stop and grab me some some something like one forty four, but that's the drilling I be on and just keep moving. I don't I I don't have time to sit down and just look at people and idolize them because their situation isn't my situation, mm. and I tell people that when you have a business plan, you gonna throw that business plan out the window once you get a business open. Because your business isn't ran off their business plan. You would love it to be, but they're a different situation. Like the pandemic happened. Nobody yeah. was expecting that. Pandemic yeah, to happen. that's true. But I will say this. I give thanks. None of my employees filed unemployment, especially on my behalf. If they did, I have nothing to do with that. On You know, if they had it for <laughs> job. But I'm saying because of Williams Accounting Consulting, you can view the records. None of them filed against Williams Accounting Consulting. I wouldn't, you know, I kept the doors open. We wow. worked. I kept the doors open and we... I found another avenue to generate revenue until things pick back up. Mm. You got to go with the wave. You can't just sit here and be like, okay, I need to close doors. Right. What else can I do? And at some point in time, you get to that point to where you have to close doors. I'm not saying people that close the businesses are just failures. No. They've done all, they've probably done all that they can with at this capacity uh, with the things that they have. And they had, at some point in time, they're just like, I got to go. I got to throw in the towel. I have no more to give. And that's okay. But when you do get to that situation, make sure when you take your next avenue or your next direction, you take everything that you felt that put you to this breaking point, that you make sure it don't happen twice. You make sure it builds you stronger for the next thing, and you be better prepared. And guess what? It's okay to not succeed with the first thing. Yes. But by golly, get up off your butt and go for it again. Wow. Go after it with something else. That may not be you, yeah. but there is something out there that's for you. There. Right, right. So in... um. Williams Accountant and Consultants. What are all the services that you provide there? All right, so we do accounting for small businesses. Of course, Fabulous Me do consulting. <laughs> um, we have set up nonprofit organizations. We do business setup. We do tax resolution. Um, we do business taxes and individual taxes. You know, small little with consulting, do those type of things. But mainly take care of our clients' needs of taxes for individual and businesses. Okay, so... Um, during the pandemic, since you brought that up, it, it you probably got a whole lot of business during that time because people were switching. Baby, I, got more, I got more business during the pandemic than I did. <laughs> I don't want to say bring another one on, but I ain't gonna be a, I ain't gonna be opposed to it. Wow. I wear masks. <laughs> it's just that simple. No, seriously, because I mean, people was switching their money around. You know, like you said, losing jobs, all type of stuff going on. So I know that's why I'm like I know. I'm 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 surprised, but when you explain that, I'm like, wow. So let's just switch gears a little bit and get more into like black people in this industry. Like, 
how many do you help compared to other races? As far as when you say help, as far as helping them with their business, yes, them do just taxes. just being a customer. Um, majority vast of my customers are African Americans. Okay, good. Um, I do have other ethnicity. I don't target African American. I guess okay. it's just. That's what happens, but I'm grateful for each and every one of my clients that yes. are current, those that are past, and those that are future. Yes. I'm very grateful for them. Because of them, I am who I am today. Um, I don't shy away. I mean, I'm just, it's, that's not my target, yeah. my target audience, but I welcome any client. Um, African Americans, I love helping all people. Okay. And, you know, because my mentor is Caucasian. Oh. And he makes sacrifices for me. My mentor isn't African American. And I've had experiences with African Americans where they want money. My mentor take his time and invest in me. Mm. Mm. Now that's real too that you just said because, like my like I said, my show we try to help African Americans, and they need to hear this. You know what I'm saying? They need to hear that sometimes that is what's needed to do what you got to do. So, especially to be successful, it ain't always about the dollar. You know what I'm saying? The dollar going to come, especially if you're doing the right stuff. So let me ask you this. A young boy or a young man that's trying to, you know, be like you, I would say, or, you know, be your mentee, what would you tell them? First, understand is make sure this is what you want to do. Okay. Then when you get ready to do it, top your shoes. Put on your gloves. Get in the ring. And swing when even on days you're tired. Mm. And I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just trying to let you know, be ready for a fight. Okay. And that's what comes with success. And I will let them know, fight and success don't ever ride in the same car. And understand that. Wow. And you got to realize this. When you go to work, you go to work for the business, when you own the business. It's not just you and about you. Because when you do that, you misconstrue the things and choices. They hinder, it clouds your judgment on certain things. You need to go to work as a CEO. Uh, whatever position you want, president, CEO, managing member, whatever that title may be. But when you go to work and you do that position as though if you're working for someone else and you fulfill it to the best of your ability. And then after it's over, you'll make decisions and you go home. And I'm not saying you're still going to work when you get home, but I mean, you cannot, when I come to work, I'm coming to work. I'm not coming to my business. I get a paycheck like my employees get a paycheck. Okay. Okay. We all get a paycheck. Right. The company's success is our paycheck. Right. That's true. And see, the thing about it is when I need to market and buy cameras and buy equipment and buy supplies and buy materials, I'm not looking like, oh, this is my money. I don't want to spend my money. This is the company money. This is the company expense. Right. This is what the company needs to grow. And that's the first thing I would teach them. Don't okay. treat this as though this is your own, this is your own, own, your own bank account. You treat this as this is business. You take your paycheck and you get your profits at the end of the day. All right. And that's your bonus for performing well. Yes, yes. So I just got a couple more questions for you because, again, I'm not going to take up all your time. So mm -hmm. tax season is coming up, which is very mm -hmm. important. What is something that you express even promoting yourself or, you know, when you're talking to other people, what is something that they need to know coming up to this new tax season? I mean, I would tell them to get with their tax professional. 
the accountant, the person who provides the service, and see what new tax laws are. Or take, if you're making a certain amount of money, see what things you can do to save or reduce your taxable liability with benefits. Now is the time to let them review your documents and get a, do some tax planning. Okay. All right. And just to let y'all know, if y'all going to need more information, we're going to get into his contact, and um, we're going to go from there. But what is next for, for me? Yeah. You already said your restaurant. But I mean, you, you 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 was on the phone talk about your nonprofit. You, you I mean, you got a yeah, lot I going on. I'm doing a drive this weekend in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I'm doing a toy drive this weekend. I'm giving back bikes. I try to give over 100 bikes away, and I give food and stuff of that nature. So this weekend is doing the nonprofit. Um, working a revamp for the next year. We moving to a new location. Um, trying to just get stuff going. Uh, be prepared for my team and try to make it successful. Also, Williams Accounting Consultant has started an affiliate program where people like yourself and other people can generate and split revenue and make money with us. So, you know, working on the new things with my team behind the scenes. Oh, great, great. So, last question. How do people get in contact with you? Like, if they want to, you know, what's, I'm, I'm going to post everything, but I definitely just want you to say it. Okay. So my work number is 770-964-4100. You can go to our website just to view it at williamsacct.com. But the best way is to contact us at 770-964-4100. We're open from 10 to 6, Monday through Friday. Okay. He done said it, y'all. Williams Accounting Consultant. He done blessed my show. You got any shout-outs? You got, look, you got. I want to shout-out to my team. All 11 of them, I want to just tell you thank you guys. Your hard work doesn't go unnoticed, as you all know. I appreciate you all so much. That's my main shout-out. But also a shout-out to my customers that have had supported me in the past, coming and my future ones that are coming. I appreciate you all, and I appreciate everyone that has, at some capacity, lifted me up. But I'm grateful, I'm thankful, and I appreciate all that has been done and given to me. Oh, my God. We done heard it from the guru from the man, Mr. Donald Williams. I so appreciate you taking your time out, being on my show, spitting these nuggets, letting these people know what it is, and being in front of, of true boss, because that's what you are. So we will be back with the next segment of Backstage Enjoy Leah. <laughs> but thank you so much, Mr. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Donna Williams. We'll be right back, y'all. Bye. How did you like it? I'll email you. Okay.